Hello, and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this week is our Pisces episode in our journey through the stars, if you will. But before we start, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on your favorite podcast app. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, et cetera, all of them. You can send us an email at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. You can join the Facebook group and follow the Facebook page, Lunar Magic Tea Time. And with that, also there's a disclaimer, I am sick. We are recording remotely. I am not dying. I keep telling myself, (laughs) but I sound like I am and I apologize. It is only going to get worse throughout the episode. There is nothing I can do about it. So let's just do this. And if it's anything by last episode, there were some multidimensional people giving their opinion and they just need to be quiet. No, that one was creep. That one of them. mm -mm, No. No, I did not enjoy that. (laughs) And others, our um, professional editor is out of the country right now. So Nancy did the editing. So you might notice a difference in the programming. And sometimes I just leave those creepy voices in to see what you guys think. So see if you send us an email and tell us how many creepy voices you heard during the last recording. (laughs) That was not a creepy voice. That was me. All right. So Pisces, the time for Pisces is February 19th through March 20th. It is symbolized by the fish. It is a water sign. It is a mutable sign, which means it's going to be more flexible and more changeable. It is ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. Its tarot card is the star, which I find very interesting because my mom is a Pisces and I would absolutely associate her with the star. It's interesting because my dad's a Pisces. Oh, okay. Was a Pisces. Okay. He's February 27th. Interesting. And Katie's dad is a Pisces. Is, was February twenty seventh, and Troy's a Pisces. A lot of Pisces. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now we can look at all these things and see if they fit. Its colors are blue and pink and indigo. The metal is tin. Herbs for this sign are jasmine, iris, and gardenia. Hmm. And the animals are fish and other beings. Um, the reason that I go through that is if you want to set up an altar mm. for, for each month or each sign, you would want the associations. I should have led with that. But like I said, I'm sick. Anyway. Yeah, I just feel like I should have been born Pisces. <laughs> um, and Labradorite. And <laughs> crystals are bloodstone, Labradorite, jade, and Pearl. Uh, if your sun is in um, Pisces, aquamarine is a good crystal for you. If your moon is in Pisces, Argonite, star cluster. Oh my gosh, friends, family, countrymen, look that up with pictures. Hmm. I've never heard of that one. Oh my gosh. And if your rising is Pisces, amethyst is your jam. But amethyst is everybody's jam. It is. <laughs> Okay, so personality, thoughts, etc. If your sun is in Pisces, you're a dreamer. You are sensitive and you feel deeply. Some people might say too deeply. You are empathetic and often psychic. You have an amazing imagination and life is very vivid for you. Everything is, because you feel so deeply, 
everything has more meaning than maybe for someone who is not a Pisces. Hmm. You can be seen as fragile amongst your friends, and that's because you don't hide your emotions, and sometimes you don't check them either. You can see your role as either savior or martyr, even if that's not what's needed of you. You can also be very introverted, which at times will butt up right against that loving, caring nature of yours. You may be deeply spiritual and intuitive and very connected to the metaphysical. And you are a helper and a giver. And those two things describe my mother to a T. A helper and a giver. But she was also incredibly introverted. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. People are like, no, she wasn't. She was very... I mean, before she got sick, I think only when you had surgery, I met her. Yeah. We talked and I actually took her to the shoe store and everything like we known each other all our lives. Yeah. So her introversion manifested itself... And I, I think that this is something important to note. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Is her introversion, it, it, it was less that she didn't want to talk to people and less that she, you know, she, she would just stay at her house in her quiet little house was her preferred place. It wasn't agoraphobia. You could get her out. You could get her doing things. But she just always preferred to be at home. I wonder if it's because she was an empath. Like oh, this. for sure. So when you're in crowds, you just don't yeah. well. My dad is just the opposite. I mean, he didn't know a stranger. He yeah. would go into a doctor's appointment, know everything about that person and remember every visit. Yep. How's your golf score? Did you get a better score this time? How do you know his golf score? I'd be, I'd love to see his chart. Yeah, we should do that sometime. Look up we should. Time. Well, I have a plan for much later in the series. Okay. <laughs> um, the moon. If... Yes, if your moon is in Pisces, you are extremely emotional because the moon is the is where we our emotions are ruled from. So if your moon is in Pisces, you're more likely to be really intuitive and psychic. You might be incredibly volatile if you've not learned to control the outward expression of your feelings. And you probably have created a home space that is a refuge from the outside world in the best possible way. If your rising is Pisces, you are absolutely, okay, and so remember the rising is the the face we show the world kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. You're the dreamer, the mystic, the creator, you're lyrical in your expression, mm -hmm. but you do tend to ignore the bits of the world that you don't view as ideal. So very much the artist. <laughs> if your rising is Pisces, one of your lessons is to learn to give and share and help in healthy ways. Because rising Pisces tend to have a big problem with boundaries. And when we experience having issues with boundaries, that can be us not having good boundaries for ourselves. But mm -hmm. it can also be we don't understand or care too much about other people's boundaries. Yeah. Because you are deeply emotional, you will struggle to go with the flow. But as a deeply caring person, you will make an excellent listener. But just remember, no is a complete sentence, both on the giving end of it, you're giving no as your complete sentence, but receive it as well. If someone tells you no, they mean no. If your Mercury is in Pisces, Mercury being the planet of communication, you might struggle with concrete, clear communication. This is in part because you're a dreamer and so you are 
seeing the world through that lens of that foggy dream thing? Have you ever tried to concretely write down what was happening in a dream? It sounds absurd. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. no, we don't. You struggle to pin down the big, great, big, grand ideas in the mental landscape that you live in. You may also be able to communicate with others what they are struggling with before they even know what they're struggling with. It's that insight and that sort of psychic something that Pisces seems to have. If you're Venus, the sign, the planet of love and emotion, or not emotions, but love and um, relationships is in Pisces, you crave stability um, in part because you are a dreamer. You need someone to anchor you to earth. You crave it and you do offer it. You see relationships as lasting and meaningful often when others do not. You want deep, deep connections with the right people. That's amazing. But with some, they're going to struggle to give the love that either you want or that, you know, just be aware of that. I said you meant less instead of likely. I have no idea. It's like the respective for the gift it is. If your Mars is in Pisces, you might struggle to assert yourself. You may come across as timid and people might try to take advantage of you. This can be a struggle because Pisces are sensitive to the feelings of others. So you may feel it happening and not know how to stop it. You might seem to like lack drive or you might isolate often and withdraw often because that back and forth or that feeling like you're being exploited Mm -hmm. you don't like that who would if your jupiter is in pisces you are wildly creative and very in touch with that aspect of yourself but unless there's some more stabilizing sign in your placements uh you might like the lack the drive and discipline to do much with it Mm. so you could be that uh huh I said there's a lot of drive and discipline issues in here. Yeah, well, and if your Saturn is in Pisces, yeah, that's the right way to say that. Uh, Saturn is the planet that shows us what we need to heal, like what our karmic sorts of lessons are, what are the things that we need to fix within ourselves to heal. So if your Saturn is in Pisces, you will need to look at how you process and handle your own emotions. Are you too sensitive? Are you not caring enough? If you're a Scorpio with your Saturn and Pisces, you're probably caring too much, but not expressing it as caring too much. Okay. You're probably expressing it as being either too clingy or, you know. So again, you're looking at, when we're looking at our charts, We're looking at how all of the pieces fit together. This is the basis. These podcasts, these episodes are the basis for something we're going to do later in the year, which is kind of bring it all together and show how things connect. It will happen. I promise. (laughs) So throughout all of all these places, all of the placements for Pisces, we see that Pisces is caring and a loving sign who wears their feelings on their faces and their sleeves. A balanced Pisces will express their feelings in healthy ways that help others grow as well. Nice. Yay, that was short. The fish. Pisces the fish, yes. So, what (laughs) what have you been doing lately in magic? 
portion of this episode, I have been focusing, I have my working altar, mm-hmm. which is actually, <laughs> finally, <laughs> I was explaining to someone else the difference of me creating this little working altar. And I said, okay, so for comparison, I used to have a display altar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like every spot, I'd mix it up. and But I really was never a working altar. I mean, a couple times, I think I, for Bridget, I might have done something. Anyway, so the working altar, I have started on a high-frequency diet. Okay. To bring my vibrations up. And I got the app for binaural, binaural beats. Binaural? I think that's right. I can picture the word. It seems right. Yeah, it seems like that. I've never heard it spoken out loud. And so dreams and visions have increased Ooh, yeah so the other night i dreamt i i think i might have been in scotland i was out adventuring somewhere nowhere i'd ever seen before but guess what i saw and in my dream i got a picture of oh yeah a freaking unicorn <laughs> well so the unicorn ran by me twice and i didn't write it down as soon as i woke up from it but i think there was either trolls slash leprechauns and there might have been a dragon. There was a lot of mystical creatures. And I remember being so excited because when the unicorn ran by me the second time, I got it with my phone and captured. So, hello. <laughs> nice. Unicorns. Unicorns. I'm going to Scotland to see unicorns. Um, one of the visions, I'm sitting in the back seat, kind of passenger side, and I'm looking at the woman driving, and she turns around and super wrinkled face mm-hmm. and like dip like witchy the whole witchy faces mm-hmm. gray or whitish hair to her shoulders and she just turned around and looked at me and the first thing I went in my head she's a witch mm-hmm. so that's it um the night a man walking towards me with a hat like striding towards me and then I got a vision of it was just like there was a scene in it, but it was like red letters, but it went so fast I couldn't see it. But for like a couple of days, that's a lot of more visions than I've been experienced in probably over a year. Yeah, because that's a lot. I mean, I've had them all off and on. Like I have a notepad, February 9th and the 17th. <laughs> so the 17th, well, I know that, that's just three days ago. I get the voices. It says, I'm going to tell you something. You think they tell me something? No. No. They just tell me they're going to tell me something. We'll do it. And then um, <laughs> I know exactly what. Again, are you sharing with me? No. And then I can't talk to him. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then she will want to do something. Okay. Good. Let her. And then Who's old her? man. Old man. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you guys a hint if you're listening. I'm sure they'll have their comments when I go to edit. Uh, If you tell me you're going to tell me something, then tell me something. And then you say, I know exactly what. And I can't talk to him. And she'll want me to do something. None of those sentences tell me a clue of what you're trying to tell me. And then I got the crazy dreams. So this has all happened since the 17th. But you know, you know, I just, I just, I'm going to get struck by lightning for this. Those little snippets, the way they communicate with you is mm-hmm. like listening to a toddler try to have a grown-up conversation it, where they're saying like 
let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. And then yeah. they're off on 45 different tangents and you can't string everything together. Yeah. Only they're not even giving you the 45 different tangents. They're... Troy also had a good idea. He goes, well, maybe they're not on the same like linear time and you're just getting all this random stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. It's possible. Anyway, yeah. so that's so noticeable improvement. I've also been doing my 30 seconds of pressing on my pineal gland, sitting in the hot tub a lot to be out in the water and out in the fresh air. Yeah, reading my daily cards, which, oh boy, they've been spot on this week. Oh, good. Salting them. So embrace something. I have cleansed my cards every time. And what I've been doing, because they're big cards and my hands don't shuffle very good anymore. So I shuffle that way, you know, just the card shuffle with your one hand. And then I put them down and I ask all of the spirit guides to give me input. And then I just pick them up and let it, when it drops, that's the card I pull. Okay. Of course, the one day two. So I dropped and then a card fell off. So remember I told you those two, how they kind of associated with each other? Yes. So I feel like my changes with one working altar to some of the other things I'm doing is really taking an effect. It sure sounds like it. I wouldn't think just about your diet, but when I look back, everything going on, I've been eating crappy and now I'm eating green salad every day fruits and vegetables everything everything's on the list look it up people look it up <laughs> all the greens i'm gonna harvest my um microgreens tomorrow and i got a second Ooh. one going and i have um sprouts coming <gasps> four jars yay so i'm probably gonna have some sprouts for you oh yay i got mung bean i got four sprouts and the, the jars come in where they you it's got a stand so the jar goes down like that Oh, cute. You have to drain and rinse. Have you ever done sprouts? I'm sure you have. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, it comes with four jars and I do four sprouts. different ones. I love sprouts. Yeah. I... They're all supposed to be superfoods for high frequency, so we'll see. But, I, you know, I feel like something's working, right? <laughs> now I can make them to make sense. Well, you know, with we drumming. can't control. I am trying to do my part, though, Lynn. So what about you? I've been doing my daily cards. They've not been super chatty, but it is about time to switch to my Ostara deck. So maybe that will help. Yeah. So uh, I'll, when we're done recording, I'll pull it down off the shelf and and. Yeah, I think the only one I have is Yule in that series. Mm. But I think I'm going to. This isn't from that series. That's just where I'm kind of trying to go right now into the higher frequencies and would love to read my Akasha records. So I'm going to stick this deck a little longer or maybe mm -hmm. add a second deck in the evening. I don't know. No. And this is not from that series. This one oh, is, it? no, it's from of all places, Tumblr, but it is an amazing deck and I absolutely love it. It's, it's gorgeous. The artwork is so fresh and springy and it's just lovely. It's just, it's just, I it's one of my favorite decks. I recently went through and got rid of a bunch of the decks I just was not lo no longer yeah, feeling resonate with. And uh I was thinking about it and I'm like, um there are a handful of decks that will never part ways. I'll never part ways with. Mm -hmm. And Ostara is one of them. Um so I've been doing that. I've been reading this really amazing fiction book series 
that has given me some interesting ideas that I want to work with mm-hmm. as f- so it's called the inheritance trilogy by NK Jemison. It is older, like 2016, something like that. And when I started reading it, I was like, oh man, it just starts us off with the chosen one trope. And I'm not opposed to books that come at right out and tell you this is what I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And it was very clear from the beginning, it was going to be a chosen one trope. But it's such, it's so twisty and cute. Not cute. It's not cute. That was the wrong word. <laughs> it's not cute. It's so good. But basically, the book is about at one point, there was a war between the gods. And the winner allowed humans to enslave the gods that lost, if you will. And there's a lot of of looking at concepts of duality and where humans and gods fit together and looking at that, like meditating on that. And I've been getting some really interesting thoughts that I'm trying to decide if I'm going to turn into art or not. Nice. Um, And that's kind of been it. I've just been kind of hunkered down because we've had some other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And it's been crappy. Oh, my God. I even told Nancy I was even ready for some sun, and I'm a dang mushroom. Okay, one more um, magical thing that happened to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Troy took me to the casino Mm -hmm. a week ago. He stayed at the hotel. I went to the casino, um, asked my guidance on what machine to hit. Mm -hmm. I go non-smoking section all the way to the back. This one lady was sitting. She hit a bonus. I wouldn't pay much attention. Two seats over. Four spins, I hit um, $150 bonus. Nice. And um, so I cashed, I think I did one more spin and I cashed out. And I thought, eh. So I went and cashed out the ticket. And um, I'm leaving. I thought, mm, maybe I'll put $20 in another machine. And I hear, nope, just go take the money. Nice. I literally was gone like a half hour, tra- including travel time. Oh, wow. Okay. She was like, what? Why don't you? I go, no, they told me no. <laughs> okay, then. Give the money back. Take that money and go. Yeah, so that, I mean, it was funny because I was even arguing with myself. I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll just do $20. Like, no. Well, remember that time you won me money? Even though you didn't win me money, I won my own money. But you said, nope, I'm giving my luck to Kristen. And I, I never win at the casino. Yeah. And I, I, did, I think I gave I, you $40 and said, okay. I play. I don't play cards anymore because of reasons. <laughs> what? I count cards. It's not hard. <laughs> anyway, so I don't play cards anymore because I don't want to get kicked out of a casino. Like, no. So I only play slots and I never win at slots. So I was like, and we, we were in the bathroom before we went out onto the floor and Nancy was like, well, I'll just give you my luck today. And I'm like, okay, ha, ha, ha. I think I won $200 that. Yeah, I think you bought um, Gray's car seat with it. I bought a very nice car seat for Grayson. Yeah, it was just funny. Okay, all my luck goes to her. (laughs) And now I need a booster seat, so. (laughs) Yeah, it is funny. It's the first time, like, she goes, oh, it was their money. You should have gambled it. Because they told me no. Nope. Nope. about listening to the spirit guys. You got to listen to your gut. Yep. Trust it. Trust it. Anyway, yeah. So, 
that's our Pisces episode. And next week will be Ostara. Next show. Yeah. Sorry. Not next week. Next show. Which I have some uh, work to do. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, et cetera, et cetera, on your favorite podcast app. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, CastBox, all of them. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. That's the website, lunarmagicteatime.com. And follow us over on Facebook and join the Facebook group. Let us know if if in this new year you're bringing in magic into your life more and what you're doing. As always, have a magical day and stay safe out there. <laughs>